Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from the Salvation Army in Morley. If you want to hear more from us, all of our services are streamed live at 10.15 every Sunday on both Facebook and YouTube. Just search Morley Salvation Army. I begin my message this morning by asking you some questions. You know, I like to ask questions, so here we go. Are you still doing the same job you did when you left school? Have you had lots of different careers? Are you happy with the job you are doing today? People change direction in life frequently today. Almost no one has a job for life anymore. Many people have several careers. What does it feel like to retrain and begin a new line of work? Is it exciting, scary, or both? You may know personally how this feels if you have changed your career and gone in a total, totally different direction to what you were doing. Was it scary, exciting, or both? How does this experience relate to the story of the disciples abandoning their careers in fishing and following Jesus? Is this a life choice the disciples make or a response to being being chosen by Jesus? What difference does it make if you believe that you're answering a call from God? Do we think less of people who hesitate, who who find it hard to make up their minds about anything? Or do we prefer the person who is careful, who thinks before making any decisions, assessing and evaluating the possible outcomes? Do we see this as a better quality? Do we admire the disciples for their unhesitating commitment to Jesus? Or wonder about the impact of their decision on their families? What if they thought about their decision more before their unhesitating yes to Jesus? Aren't we, as Christians, called to live our lives in a state of readiness? expecting that the Lord will be at work in our lives in new ways. There is a strong link between unhesitating service and the practice of trusting God from day to day. Some of you may like to go fishing. I am told that it can be very relaxing, sat at the side of the lake waiting for the fish to bite. Perhaps some of you, when on holiday, have been out to sea with the the local fishermen to fish. Well, fishermen have many skills. They need patience and the ability to endure hours in the hot sun or the cold wind. They need to to notice the movement of the water that reveals the presence of the fish. They need strength to play a big fish and gentleness to land it. 
You see, all these are transferable qualities. Sharing God's message also demands patience and endurance, sensitivity to other people, and careful attention to the ways of bringing them into Jesus' presence. No wonder Jesus spoke about becoming fishers of people. Take a few moments. Take a few moments to think about the people you know. What skills do they have? What skills have they developed over the course of their work and life? Think of yourself for a moment. Think about the skills you have, the skills you have developed over the years. How might God use these as a resource for sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. They obeyed Jesus. They obeyed Jesus. But sadly, obedience is not the admired quality in our society that it once was. For some, it is associated with outdated ideas of marriage or, or the status of a subject or servant. Many people value much more the right to express their own opinions, to challenge the status quo, to protest unjust decisions, and sometimes to be deliberately disobedient. Centuries of Christian protests have attributed this to obedience to a, a different authority and one that focuses on justice in a way not always found in worldly powers and authorities. Many people saw Jesus as disobedient for the same reasons. He consistently challenged rules and practices because his obedience was to the authority of God which transcends human restrictions and flows from love. So then, where does our obedience lie? Where does our obedience lie? Have you, have you ever tried to ignore a ringing phone? Perhaps some of us are more disciplined than others. Perhaps it's easier now that many phones, and mobile phones in particular, show us who is calling before we pick it up. But for many people, it is a hard thing to do. And research shows it's getting harder. I read that a study showed that by people simply having their mobile phone in the same room as them, it made them less affected at a given task. With social media on our phones as well, we see our friends, their current status and their news, or, or is it gossip? We can see the, the national news, weather updates, traffic updates. We can assess our emails and much more. And that's, and that's on top of us using it as an actual phone to call people, colleagues, friends and family to speak to them or receive calls from them. And that's all in just one small, amazing device. What about all the other things in our lives 
which demands our attention and time. How much harder is it to hear God's voice in our everyday lives and be obedient to him when they are so full of so many preoccupations and distractions? Are we? Are we expecting God to compete with the other voices in our lives? Should we ask God to, to speak up? The disciples were busy. They were busy when God, through Jesus, called them. They had financial pressures, family pressures, and peer pressures pushing them, just as we do. So the fact that they were able to hear and to recognize and respond and obey Jesus' voice, at least in part, what marks them out as followers of Jesus? Many others were invited to follow Jesus or thought about it, but ended up walking away. If we feel that we don't hear God's voice in our daily lives, perhaps we need to ask ourselves whether or not we are making enough space in the daily noise to really listen to him. If we feel that we don't hear God's voice in our daily lives, perhaps we need to ask ourselves whether or not we are making enough space in the daily noise to really listen to him. The disciples were in their daily routine when Jesus came and called to them. With so much to do and pressure from others to complete work and make money, it would have been easy for them to ignore him and not to obey him. Where in our daily routine is Jesus speaking to us? Where in our daily routine is Jesus speaking to us? Are we missing his voice? as we struggle to compete with all that is expected of us by family, colleagues and friends. If we were to hear him, if we were to hear him, what would we expect him to say? What would we expect him to say? Would we be willing to change what we are doing if he asks us to? How do we listen to God? Do you hear him? But choose to ignore him. Do you hear him, but don't like what he's saying? Are you letting the things of your everyday life get in the way of what he is saying to you. I can remember doing a listening exercise on a course that I attended. We had to work in, in threes and, and two of us had to sit and have a conversation about a topic of our choice. We had to ask each other questions and listen to their answers. Yes, you would think that would be straightforward enough, wouldn't you? But oh no. It wasn't. 
Because while you were having the conversation, the third person had to be whispering in your ear, ear to try to distract you, to stop you from listening from what the person was saying. I found it really hard. It didn't matter how hard I tried to listen. It didn't matter how much I tried to ignore the person whispering in my ear. I knew that I wasn't giving the person I was having the conversation with my full attention. I wasn't listening properly. I was letting what the other person was whispering in my ear to distract me. We all, we all can let other things distract us from listening to God, can't we? Throughout this month of vision and commitment, we have been thinking about our commitment, our covenant to God. Last week, we thought about God's covenant to us. When God makes a covenant with us, God says, I will love you with an everlasting love. I will be faithful to you, even when you run away from me, reject me, or betray me. Your covenant to God. Your covenant to God. For many of you, you made your covenant with God many, many years ago when you became a soldier within the Salvation Army. When you said yes to God and what it was he was asking of you. But can I be as brave to ask this morning, when was the last time you sat and read your covenant with God? When was the last time you sat and read your covenant with God? When was the last time you read the promises you made to him? Have you let other things in your life get in the way? Have you let other things distract you in your relationship with him? Have you stopped listening? Have you stopped listening? Have things become a, a bit of a habit because that's what you've always done? That's what's expected of you. You just go with the flow. But times are different at the moment. And it may have given you time to stop and reflect, to think about your relationship, your commitment, your covenant with God once again. Are there new things that God is asking of you? Are you listening to him? Are you going to obey him? It's time to look forward to the new and exciting things that God is asking of you. It's time. It's time to look forward to the new and exciting things that God is asking of you. In these next few moments, take this time to listen to God. Pay attention to him. Don't let other things get in the way and distract you. Don't ignore him. As we conclude our month of vision and commitment, 
It may be this morning that you want to recommit your life to him once again. Put it aside the things that are distracting you, that are getting in the way of your relationship with him. Or maybe this morning you want to, to commit your life to him for the very first time. If the Lord has spoken to you this morning, wherever you are this morning, wherever you are listening to God, just listen. Listen to him. Take time to listen to him and to respond to him today.